I've seen sales uh, folks of several kinds. Uh, there are people who oversell, try and oversell every time. There are people who try and solve the problem for the customer, right? I mean, and in the short term, the, the folks who oversell might be able to win, but that's going to just get them to, to uh, some extent in their old, overall sales career. And I've never seen them grow. That's, that's the most important aspect. People who try and oversell, they would be an excellent target guy, right? A target person. They will be able to meet targets, but they won't be able to grow up the ladder because they never approach sales from a problem sol solving angle. And, uh, and the mindset that I recommend is to always have a problem solving uh, mindset, right? So go to customer, when you, when you speak to customer, be honest, try and understand what is the problem that they have and try and see how you can solve the problem. You don't have to do selling at all, right? I mean, if you just go with that mindset, there is, selling is automatic. It's, it's actually embedded between with, with the whole conversation. And uh, when we go with the problem solving approach, you actually start listening more to the customer. And this is one of the golden rule of selling, which is listen more. It's not about selling more, right? So, so that's what I would suggest that have the problem solving uh, mindset because uh, that's gonna help you listen more. That's going to uh, sell a product without actually selling it and, and always be very honest about it. So do you have an example in your life where went into a problem-solving approach and you got yeah, sales as a result. Absolutely, yes. So this happened for us in the first year. Um, we were about 12 months, uh, we started in 2015, June. And in the first 12 months, we got an opportunity to meet a client in Singapore. Uh, they are a large real estate company. And they wanted us to build in a highly automated AI chatbot, uh, which can interact with their customers. <clears throat> they had about a million one million subscribers in, in Singapore. So this chatbot can interact with these one million subscribers, uh, increase the customer interaction, and eventually increase footfall to their shopping malls. So that was the high-level uh, vision that they had. And when we, when we try to break it down into uh, achievable aspects, one aspect was, okay, build a chatbot, okay, build an AI chatbot, which can um, resolve customers' queries. Okay, customer would ask, for example, uh, how many, <clears throat> where all do you have Nike showrooms? And this real estate firm owned about 16 shopping malls. So the queries would be like, where all do you have Nike showroom? Which is the closest, uh, say, Adidas showroom from my uh, house? Uh, do you have parking slots available in, in all these malls? So these are queries that we can handle, obviously. That is the first part of the problem. The second part of the problem is, uh, they, they also wanted the AI engine to initiate conversations. Uh, for example, on a Friday evening, the AI chatbot should initiate a conversation with the customer uh, based on their previous uh, behavior, right? Last Friday, the person would have gone to a pub in one of these shopping malls. So <clears throat> keep that in track. The next Friday at 4 p.m., send a recommendation, <clears throat> send a promotion to, the, uh, to that uh, customer. So this is what they wanted to achieve. And, and it was the first 12 months. Honestly, we had just cracked the problem of chatbots. Uh, the machine learning and AI um, conversation was still a, a bit far away for uh, us at that point in time. So we said, look, we were very honest. We said, we can solve the, uh, the first problem that you have. We won't be able to solve the second problem that you have. We're being very honest. Uh, we don't want to win the deal at any cost, uh, but we will work with you. So we, we told them that we, will, we are ready to work with you in the next 12 months to build the second part. And, uh, and that actually turned out uh, good. I mean, in the same conversation, we also opened up our uh, source code. We, we, we were able to showcase that we are not, we are being very honest with what we already have. 
and uh, and I was about to board my flight back to India from Singapore, and I got a call from the customer saying that you guys, you know what, we want to go ahead with you, primarily because you guys were very honest. You you did not overpromise, and uh, and you were willing to ride the journey with us for the next 12 months, and that's what it is all about. And and I would say it turned probably uh, our our uh, company's. Uh, uh, future as well, because that led us to launch our Singapore branch, uh, and that kind of changed uh, us uh, into a multinational company overnight for a startup, obviously. Uh, otherwise, we would have ended up being an uh, Indian company all throughout. But that changed, that showed us the way to go global, and then we went on to launch in Dubai, we went on to launch in the US. That's, so if, again, if you see the root of all this was that, that the moment of honesty that we had, and it was a quick decision, it was a natural decision. In the customer conversation, we said, you know what, we'll actually open up the source code and show you what we have. That actually changed a lot. So that's something that uh, happened to us in our uh, company.